Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to a specific episode that we're going to be doing for a specific car. And the specific car that came out pretty, oh wait, not that, well recently, but not recently in terms of when I'm getting to it. It's a car that we've been waiting for for a while and a car that I've been wanting because I love, I love the BMW 1M. And I sort of like the M2, although apparently that wasn't actually that great. And so the, what was it, the... M2 competition that came after was better dynamically. And, because I'm a track rat, I've been waiting for the BMW CS to come along because, like I said, I'm a self-professed track rat, and if they make a better, if they make a more dynamically pleasing BMW M2 with a bit more power and more track prowess, then I'm all for it. And it turns out that they have. Say hello to the 2020 BMW M2 CS. It goes official with 444 horsepower, a 6-speed manual, and carbon fiber galore. Like I said, I love the BMW 1M. Really, ever since the Top Gear days, because that's when I was watching it a lot. And to me, the 1M, and definitely now in the M2, is sort of like the last proper BMW. In that it's, it's like, it's, to me, it's a spiritual successor to the E30 M3. Small, great handling, and in this case, a lot of power. All of those are fantastic in my book, so... Let's get into just everything about this car. The 2020 BMW M2 CS got an early unveiling yesterday, but now the company has released official details about the upcoming coupe. Set to debut at the Los Angeles Auto Show later this month, the 2020 BMW M2 CS features a 3-liter twin power... They're calling that... They're, so, whatever the M4's engine is now, they're calling it twin power? Or the twin power? Okay. Features a 3-liter twin power turbo 6-cylinder engine that produces an estimated 444 horsepower and 406 pound-feet of torque. The engine can be connected to either a 6-speed manual, thank the manual gods, or a 7-speed dual-clutch gearbox. With the manual, the car can accelerate from 0 to 60 in 4 seconds before hitting a top speed of up to 174 miles per hour. The optional dual-clutch transmission lowers the 0-60 to time by 0.2 seconds, but the top speed remains unchanged. Besides being more powerful than the M2 competition, the M2 CS has an active M differential and an, and an adaptive M suspension. The latter is all new to the M2 lineup and it features Comfort, Sport, and Sport Plus modes. So basically, relatively comfortable, rattle your, teats, your <laughs> rattle your teeth out. And I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> when it comes time to stop, drivers will be happy to know that the car has a high-performance braking system. It features six piston calipers and 15.7-inch or 400-millimeter discs up front, as well as four piston calipers and 15-inch discs out back. I'm sorry, for a car like this, that's massive! Awesome, but massive. Drivers who plan to spend time on the track can upgrade to optional M's carbon ceramic brakes, which are being offered on the M2 for the first time. BMW didn't say much about them, but noted they're lighter than the standard brakes and offer increased thermal resistance capabilities under extreme track driving conditions. Speaking of carbon, the M2 CS has it in spades as the model is equipped with a number of carbon fiber reinforced plastic components. Key among the, or chief among them are in the hood and the roof, which reduce weight and help lower the car's center of gravity. 
Other carbon fiber components include the front splitter, rear spoiler, rear diffuser, and mirror caps. The M2CS will be available in four different colors. Alpine White, Masano Blue Metallic, Black Sapphire Metallic, and Hockenheim Silver Metallic. And the model will ride on 19-inch wheels with either a matte gold or a high-gloss jet black finish. Another detail worth mentioning is the car's unique exhaust system with electronically controlled valves and engraved M logos. Moving into the cabin, drivers will find M competition seats, which are covered in leather and Alcantara. Alcantara? Alcantara. I think I've heard of both ways. Alcantara upholstery and feature red contrast stitching as well as embroidered stripes on the headrests. Alcantara is abundant elsewhere as the, ma as the material also covers the sports steering wheel, cent center console, and dashboard trim section. Getting back to the center console, it's constructed out of carbon fiber reinforced plastic. This helps to reduce weight by over 6 pounds. Seems like BMW took a very Mazda Miata approach to getting rid of weight. BMW declined to mention the car's overall weight, but the company confirmed US spec models will come equipped with adaptive LED headlights, a rear view camera, and park distance control. The model will also have ambient interior lighting, dynamic cruise control, and an infotainment system with GPS navigation as well as Apple CarPlay compatibility. No Android Auto? BMW, no Android Auto? What are you doing? Come on, BMW. No. You can't do that. You can't do it to us like that for us Android users. You're not being inclusive. I'm going to force you to walk into my safe space. Ugh. Not that I fully care, because my phone's useless for that anyway, but I do feel bad for Android users. Mostly because I, I sort of am, and I don't really care for Apple. So, yeah, BMW, thank you for nothing. <laughs> Other niceties include a universal garage door opener and a Harman Kardon premium audio system. The 2020 BMW M2 CS will go into production in March, and the car will only be available for one model year. German pricing starts at £95,000? No, 95,000 euros, while UK customers will need to shell out 75,320 pounds. That sounds like 80-something, 79,000 here, which is not good. Unfortunately, there's no much, there's no word on how much Americans will have to pay. I'm just going to say it's probably going to be too much. As cool as this is, it, it's probably going to be way, way too much. So... Okay, so let's talk about the pricing thing, because that's probably going to be the, the most egregious part of this car. Or part about this car, I should say. I'm not saying that a Challenger RT Scat Pack would be faster than this BMW M2 CS. In all likelihood, I think it probably wouldn't be. However, I have to wonder, how how much would it cost to make a Challenger, R, a Challenger Scat, RT Scat Pack wide body as fast as a BMW M2 competition? Because it's, it's got the wide body, it's got the tires, it just needs some weight reduction, a lot of weight reduction, better brakes, maybe a bit of, you know, some stiffer chassis, a better chassis, a, maybe some different suspension, a better suspension setup, stickier rubber, you know, get rid of the rear seats because of lightness, and, and the like. Would, is that what it would take? It would probably take a little bit more, I'd suspect, some more front and rear downforce stuff, or aero bits, but... And, and my point in bringing that up is... A Challenger RT Scat Pack widebody, I think, is something like forty-four, forty-five thousand dollars. Yes, some thirty thousand less than the M2, the M2 CS. And, and I just can't help but wonder because thirty thousand should definitely be enough to make a Challenger RT Scat Pack as fast as an M2 CS, probably faster even. And so in that case, it's like, well, huh? You could look. You could get a Mustang GT three fifty R for that price. And not that I don't love the M2 CS, I do, but 
if you can get a muscle that has a lot more power, and granted, it's probably going to be a bit heavier, but has an ungodly red line, more power, and a manual, and is fantastic to drive, well, then what's the point of getting an M2CS? Really? If you can get something, if you can get an amazing package like that in the GT350R for a bit less, you know, probably for, not, I want to say 9,000 less? Let, let's say it'll be 9,000 less than what the M2 ultimately ends up being. And it would end up, and it would still be faster. And not that speed always matters, because, you know, obviously fun, fun matters. But for those who just want to dominate the track, or for those who matter, who, who don't turn a blind eye to value, the GT350R is the better buy, outright. So then again, well, what's the point of getting the M2 CS? You could probably get a Camaro SS, because I know they have the 1LE. I can't remember if there's, I can't remember if there is a trim level above that, but seriously, if you could even get that, if, I don't think that's as fast as a GT350R, but in any case, if you, if you could get any one of those, a GT350R, well, let's say a Ford Mustang Performance Pack 2, because that's not as expensive, but, you know, a Mustang Performance Pack 2, a Camaro SS1 LE, or, or a Dodge Challenger RT Scat Pack Widebody, and then use the 30 grand that you spend to make them as fast as a CS, if not faster, faster, easily faster in the Mustang and Camaro's case, well, once again, what's the point? And more likely than not, especially, well, at the very least in the Challenger's case, it's probably going to be more comfortable than the BMW. And if you don't get rid of the rear seats, you can take people in the back. They'd have to be short, but you could take people in the back. So it's just too expensive. It's really, really too expensive. And not that it won't be awesome, but for what is probably going to be an $80,000 car here. And I, you know, and I tried not to bring this up. I tried not to bring it up because I always bring it up when a car gets this expensive, but... You can get a used Gen 5 Dodge Viper for 70, you know, for under 70, for under 80,000. And if this BMW M2 CS is 80,000 here, let's say 83, 82, and you can get a Gen 5 Dodge Viper for 75, and once again, still under 80, well, then that, that car, I bet you that car alone, not even, doesn't need the advanced aero package, doesn't need better brakes, none of that, that would still be faster than the M2. And you'd have something a bit more special, and it'd have a lot more power. Now, if that's not your thing, that's completely fine. But purely from a value perspective, the M2, the M2 CS is a bit overpriced. I think I've, well, at the very least, I've seen on the Viper Exchange website, which is a Texas dealer, they had a few Gen 4 ACRs that were 84000 And yeah, that would be more expensive than a BMW M2 CS, but it would also be significantly faster. Now, of course, the interior wouldn't be anywhere near as nice. But if you're looking to dominate a track, don't go for the M2CS. Go for Gen 4 ACR. And you'll, you will absolutely dominate a track for similar money. You know, really, what's the point? I mean, Z Corvette Z06s, C7s, when they came out a few years ago, they were, what, 70, you know, they were 70-ish thousand. And that would still be faster than the M2CS. And I'm sure a handful of people would rather have a Corvette. I'm not saying that this car isn't nice, but on one hand, it's like, it's... Just a really fast two series, and for what might be eighty thousand and a bit, you know, let's say low eighties, there's a lot of very tempting used cars on the market that would be just as fast, if not faster, that are that would be just as engaging to drive, if not better to drive. So then, what what's the point of getting the M two? What where, what what makes the M two CS worth it? What makes it worth eighty thousand? You know, what makes it worth seventy five thousand pounds? I just I don't know. And, and right now, we'll have to see what the reviews say. But as far as I'm concerned, this is a very, very expensive cookie. 
that you could get a Focus RS and have just as much fun for a whole lot less. It wouldn't be as fast, I'm sure, but it would be just as fun for a lot less. You could get a, a Gen 5 Viper, have just as much fun for a bit less. You could get a Corvette Zero, and it would still be faster, but a lot of very competitive cars against this one in the price range that are that are very compelling alternatives that ha that absolutely make me question that absolutely make me question is the M2CS worth it is it good enough to warrant probably being 80,000 and above i don't know we'll have to see anyway i hope you enjoyed there's a bit to go through here there's this is probably going to be a, a much more regular thing here soon cuz a lot of these cars have a lot of info to go through and cramming it into my normal you know saturday well normal sunday episodes for news does drag things out a little bit but anyway i hope you enjoy don't forget to like comment share and subscribe and if you do subscribe on youtube of course don't forget to hit the notification bell that way you're notified every time we upload anyway thanks for listening i'll see you all soon you've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if i'm being honest if you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.